0: Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. We're two moms with eight kids between us, and we're the hosts of the Mom Hour. On this show, we're joined by a team of unique mom voices from across the country and in different stages of motherhood to bring you tips, ideas, and encouragement, and to help you feel a little less alone.
1: We all know that motherhood is a lot easier when real moms share honest truths and remind each other that it's all gonna be okay.
0: We're not experts. We're parents who've been there.
1: We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the mom hour. Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 412 of the mom hour. I am Megan Francis here with Sarah Powers. Happy almost summer, Sarah. No, it is not.
0: <laughs> I just got through like Easter weekend. What is happening? I guess we're
1: jumping ahead a little bit, but um, But what we're purposefully looking, we are looking way ahead because this is part two of our two part series on things that you can do now to make your summer break a little more enjoyable, a little more relaxing, perhaps a little more um, focused on your priorities instead of getting caught up in what everybody else in the neighborhood is doing or what you feel like you have to be doing because time is running out and it's summer. Ah, So we did this is the second, um, the second in the series we did part one last week and kind of covered the gamut from more philosophical, big picture ideas to some tactical tips. And today I know we have even more tactical even tips more. To, to dive in on. Yeah, yeah, I would
0: say definitely go listen to last week, but you don't have to listen in order. I mean, no, if I you didn't so. listen last week, book your pet sitting now. That's all I have to say about that. And then go and then go listen to the whole episode. You know, i was Absolutely. Just thinking, Megan, I am pretty sure this could be a false memory. But I'm pretty sure that last summer, so summer 2022, we got to the end, my family and I, and I thought, you know, this was like the right amount of stuff this summer. And I actually didn't feel that bedraggled, like, oh, my gosh, I cannot wait for school to start. I need something new. The kids have been home too much or they're cranky or we spent too much money. And so I am going to be reflecting on that personally, because I do think some of this Plan aheadness is not just to cram it all in or to get the best campsite or or book the camps before they you know fill up. It's also like finding your personal pacing of what works for your family. And I actually think last summer, if I remember correctly, I came into mid-August being like, yeah, this was about right, so it is possible. And
1: didn't you purposely I could be misremembering, but I feel like last year you purposefully left some time unplanned? Yeah. I mean, or maybe I, that's something you do every year where, where you could be. It's not like we both have our summers planned down to the moment. I definitely. especially don't. But I think people might believe that you would. And right. I think that you're very intentional about not doing that. So there is room for spontaneity. Yeah. It's like you're doing all the things we're talking about today allow you to be more spontaneous later.
0: Yes. And it's about that kind of holistic. It's always how I come back to calendar planning. It's about that holistic. How do I want to feel this summer? not how many things can I accomplish or how many things can we pack into our schedule? So yeah, I, I usually leave a lot of white space. I also did some other strategic things last year about like when to put kids in camps. And I was better about knowing that my work, I I always need a week or two in like two thirds of the way through the summer where I need full-time childcare. I don't need it all summer. I can like catch as catch can for a while. And then like the third week of July, I'm like, I need everybody in a day camp or, or somewhere yeah. else. And I need like a regular work week. And I did that last summer and I needed it and it was great. And then I ha- was a little renewed. So yeah.
1: We should also remind everybody that we are currently, um, running our, what did we decide? Semiannual.
0: Yes. Every, every other, every year. so
1: often, um, survey. If you've taken the survey before, we have changed it up a little bit this year. So we always ask for like demographic data and what you like about the show, what topics you want us to cover. But we're trying to be a little more holistic this year. So we have a few questions that are more generally about parenting in 2023 and what is on the minds of the moms in our community, what issues you're um, struggling with or are top of mind right now. All of this really helps us not only plan content that is helpful to all of you, but just to understand what everyone's feeling and thinking. And, and we only live in our little areas that we live in. Um, it's always really helpful for us to get a, a more global or holistic idea of like, what is the, taking the pulse on parenting yeah. right now? Yeah. yeah. So I
0: agree. Um, yeah, really helpful to us. I also think sometimes it's even interesting for you as a, as a mom listener, um, to think about these things, and then when we share the results, I think it can be really validating for people. So we do ask questions about what you what you're worried about, what life milestones are coming up for you, um, what's top of mind, and so yeah, we did we did make some changes this year, and I'm excited to dig in. So that's always uh, at the themomhour.com/survey, um, and yes, please if you've taken it in the past, we always um, we, this is this is meant to be right now. What's the Mom Hour podcast listener community thinking about? This year. So please do it again if you've done it before. Um, And we also have a link in the show description where you're listening. So we'll leave that open for at least a month or so and hope to get quite a few responses.
1: Sarah, we both know this time of year can be crazy. So this is a great time to get ahead with no prep, no mess meals from our sponsor, Factor. I love how these meals are ready to eat and delivered right to your door. I mean, you can't beat that convenience, but most importantly, they're seriously delicious.
0: That's code MOMHOUR50 at factormeals.com slash MOMHOUR50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product,
1: Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR.
0: All right, Megan. So we are diving back into tips for things to do now in April to enjoy summer later. So what do you have for us first?
1: Well, I guess this one, this might seem obvious, but uh, last week I joked about the vortex that I fall into during the summer where I just kind of, ah, here I am, it's summer. and, And I feel like I'm in this universe floating separately from the rest of the year. And the thing that I can be very bad about and have really only started to get good at is remembering that summer is a quarter of the year, it is an entire season. Um, with micro-seasons, it's not just like one big yeah, blob of time. Yeah. Different things are are best done at different times of the summer. And depending on your climate, you might find that it's very buggy certain times of the summer. It could be very hot certain times of the summer. Um, in Michigan, June can be kind of a disappointing month that sometimes isn't very warm. And the lake does not warm up really until July or August. Like I might go lie on a beach in Ju- in June, but I'm probably not going to be like out in Lake Michigan swimming yeah. in June. It's not, it, it just hasn't historically been like that. <laughs> um, blueberry picking, for example, if that's something your family loves to do, that probably takes place During a really specific time, like three week window, Um, same with strawberries, blah, blah, blah. So sometimes I find myself becoming like sort of surprised by the fact or sort of thrown off by the fact that just because it's summer doesn't mean it's time to do whatever that thing is. Yes. Or that that thing might end fast.
0: Well, when you're talking, I'm picturing like some people make like a summer bucket list. I know Kelly Hampton, who we can link to. She still does really great seasonal like bucket list ideas, things you might want to try. And I'm almost picturing like you make this big bucket list and then you realize like it's not they're not equally dispersed. They're not equally. You can't just pick one. Right. (laughs) Exactly. It's almost like the next step is taking that and getting a little bit more granular based on weather, seasons. Um, and then your own schedule. Um, I also think that things like Memorial day, 4th of July, and then labor day at the very end, it's good to, you may not like have big barbecues for all three of those, but it is good to have these kind of anchor federal holidays, um, on your radar because it changes, um, traffic. It changes, uh, like things book up fast or it's a ghost town and nobody's around. Um, I'm thinking about our listeners who are either working full time with really small kids in year-round childcare or stay-at-home parents whose kids are not in school yet. You might not. We we touched on this last week, but you might. Your life might not change hugely in the summer if your um, work and your childcare is sort of like a year-round situation. And so, I think it's easy to get surprised by like, oh, right, it's Fourth of July weekend or it's Fourth of July week which means half the world is on vacation, work changes, traffic patterns change, all of that. So I like, yeah. like remembering like it, not just the micro seasonal climates, but also that there are some kind of anchor points that even if your life isn't changing meaningfully, the world around you is going to impact your life.
1: Yeah. And I, and I think that the tip, you know, about the, I know there are people who will do like literally a jar and put activities uh-huh. and put them in the jar and draw one out. I think that's a fantastic idea, but like maybe do it month by month because, uh-huh. you know, it'd be a bummer to pull something out of the jar that actually isn't going to be fun right. during the month that you no pull it out. swimming in the lake in June. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I would also say that if you have had, you know, if your kids are in this stage now where maybe your oldest is coming into a new stage of life where they're involved in a sport and it's not like t ball maybe they're getting involved in something that actually takes time um that can be kind of a bit of a rude awakening the first year that that happens and you realize that there's a month that now is kind of off the table for family get togethers because you've got games three times a week yeah it's almost um, more like
0: the school year if you're if you're in yeah, a serious summer sport yeah
1: exactly so don't forget that that could also be on the radar and that you can kind of work around that if you know it's coming if if you know your kid who's going to be doing an activity or a sport that's a little more intense this year is going to be sort of unavailable in August, then don't lose sight of that when you're planning your family get together or there can be a lot of stress and um, disappointment when you get to that actual date and you're like, oops, we can't do this. Yeah.
0: I really like that your your high level tip there was remember when stuff happens in the summer. (laughs) Like it sounds so simple, but for some reason. It is hard in summer. Yes. like
1: because weeks. we tend to think of it as like an amorphous blob, which is the other thing I thought, like, yeah. it's just summer. It'll just happen. But yeah. summer is still made up of weeks. Yeah. And sure each is. week has a different flavor. Yeah. So
0: true. OK, well, here's one that you really could do pretty much right now. And I am going to take my own advice on this one. But it's going to start with a little bit of context. going to talk about Father's Day. I looked it up. Father's Day is June 18th this year. I think it's always the third Sunday. Um, what happens in my brain in early to mid June is that I go on a little bit of, I have like a come down from the end of school. Our schools here in Santa Barbara actually go through the first week of June. So I'm not even done with school till like the ninth this year. So by the 18th, I it's not really summer yet. I don't have my summer organization brain yet. I'm in this like Hangover, uh, like I'm in a like a May hangover or an early June hangover. And we don't make a huge deal about Father's Day either in my family of origin, my dad who lives in the same town, or with Brian. It's not a huge deal, but I will confess to you all listening that I often feel kind of grumpy and resentful about setting aside a day or a brunch or whatever to do Father's Day because I am so tapped out of planning and events by June 18th. It's just the time of year. It just it just is what it is. So this year I am going to buy a Father's Day gift and card literally now in April. I know that the Father's Day cards are not technically on the greeting card stands. I am just going to ignore that and get a fun card that is not Father's Day specific. Are you sure about that? Maybe they are. I would not be
1: surprised they start putting stuff out pretty early. Maybe. So
0: okay, well either yeah. way, I could find a cute card with a golfer or a dog or a funny joke or yeah. just a blank card. Um, and truly, I want to do this this year. It's the kind of thing I say would be a good idea, and then I don't do it because I appreciate the fathers in my life, and I'm all for acknowledging and celebrating. It's just at a very bad time for my, um, like my give a hoot. that time of year. So if anyone wants to join me, there's no reason we can't do that now. Tuck it away. I'm going to set a to doist reminder. So I don't forget that I did the thing ahead. I was going to say, don't don't tuck it away too carefully. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just some, something will pop up on my phone on like June 10th, say, and be like, yep, you already took care of this in April. And I'll be like, thank heavens."
1: That's a really smart one. My brother's birthday is June 14th. And that has always served as a very nice reminder for me.
0: I was like, oh, you're like, oh. Well, no, I'm thinking about more yeah. more events and celebrations. It's oh, very no, graduation my, heavy. Yeah,
1: right. No, it's never felt like a big obligation because we just don't really do birthdays that way in my family. It's it's like if we all get together, you know, for a backyard barbecue or something, great. But if we don't, no big deal. But I think for in my mind, those two dates are just together, like they're mm-hmm. kind of one thing. Yeah. So I'll be like, oh, my brother's birthday is coming, and then I'll be like, oh, right, and Father's Day is coming too. So it just helps. It's like a mental peg yeah. as anchor. Um, Well, my next tip is about teenagers, and this has to do with when you're starting to plan maybe day trips, maybe activities that you think are going to be really fun and you might have to get your teenagers to buy in. Mm -hmm. I would just remember that teenage kids are not likely to keep the same sleep and wake schedule they do during the school year, and if you have a lot of activities on the calendar that would require them to be like up early when they're getting up now Uh um, or to, or if you're expecting them to go to bed at the same time as you in the summer, I just think you might be setting yourself up for a little stress and, and for everyone to not enjoy themselves, mom not to enjoy herself in the morning because trying to yank, you know, sleepy grumpy teenagers out of bed to do something they don't care to do anyway is not fun and will turn you into ranty mom. Um, But also then like no one's having fun. Right. So I just think some of that's fine. Every now and then my kids just have to get up early because I said so. And because there's stuff we have to do. But I make a point of kind of letting them run their own schedules in the summer. And that just means their sleep schedule and mine is going to be really different. And that can be kind of an opportunity. It's something very lovely about waking up on a lovely summer morning all by yourself and having your cup of tea or coffee out on the patio or whatever that looks like for you. I actually love that. And I've had to lean in on that, especially on vacation when I want to get up and get going and they're still asleep. And I'm like, you're wasting time. But they thought I wasted time when I went to bed at nine o'clock the night before. So we're all in it for different reasons. And when kids are older, I feel like they can have some autonomy around what vacation looks like to them.
0: Well, you're so right. And if your kids have been in school all year with maybe just a few short breaks, you might not actually know <laughs> what their right. new biorhythms are. My the kid so I in general have early risers, but even with early risers, you do start to see shifts as they get older. And in some of my kids, that shift has happened more at like nine or ten years old, where I am not prepared for it because that child has been getting up for school all year, maybe even without a fuss, like maybe it hasn't seemed that hard for them. And then say the summer after fourth or fifth grade, they're sleeping till eight thirty nine o'clock, which in my house would be considered sleeping in or even later. And so it might it might surprise you. But I'm so glad you you talked about it being an opportunity, too, because I think if you're thinking about your own self-care and your own routines as a mom this summer, you might find you have a window for exercise that you never had or yeah. a window for quiet time or reading. So um, I think that's, that's a great point. And sometimes it comes as a surprise. I have had kids, I have, I've gotten to the summer and been like, wait a second. I didn't know that you know how to sleep in because right. there was no, we d- it hadn't been tested until that year. And they're a whole year older. So,
1: well, and no kid wants to go to bed when there's still the sun's still up. Right. Um, oh, which means that their bedtimes are going to start to shift or, you know, yeah. when they're little, it's like too bad, you know, yeah, shut, shut the curtains and deal with it. As they get older, I'm certainly not going to tell my teenage person that they have to go to bed at nine o'clock when the sun here doesn't go down until 10. I mean, it's just I'm not going to do that. So that naturally is going to shift. Even if the same amount of sleep it's going to naturally shift the hours.
0: You are making me think I want to take your tip for myself this year and actually think about the night times, both Mm -hmm. like my expectations of my kids, what what I'm okay with them doing when they're awake and I'm asleep and also not being disgruntled that I am going to bed earlier. So I, you, I think like you talked more about mornings, but I'm going to take that tip and actually think about those evenings. Cause I think that has been hard for me. It's like, I know I can't ask you to go to bed, but I don't know if I want you free ranging in the kitchen on the computer. Like, I don't know what I want. I don't know how to do this part of parenting. So I'm going to think about that. Yeah. All right. Well, um, here's one that's kind of specific, but I do think it can save you some money. And we've talked a little bit about budgeting. Um, consider putting any memberships that you have on hold in the summer, if you won't be using them. So we have always done martial arts with my kids and martial arts for kids often works. It's somewhere between a traditional activity and then like a gym membership. Cause a lot of martial arts studios work more like a monthly membership uh, level and you just go to the classes that, you know, that you want, at least the ones we've been at have, you can often with places like that, you can request a hold of a month or two months. Um, you, there's no harm in asking like, Hey, we're not quitting this activity, but we'd like to put our membership on hold. It might be your gym or your, like the gym membership. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's other like swim clubs, a lot of these things ramp up in the summer. You might be joining something, but if there is something you will not be using, they might not advertise that there's a way to put a membership on hold because of course they yeah. want your monthly money and that's fair. But in my experience, when you ask or when you read the fine print, there's you're often allowed to do that. And what a gift to yourself to not be paying a monthly fee for something that you're not going to use this summer I don't know, Megan, if any other examples come to mind because I was like the the ones that seem yeah. obvious, it's not that many, but I guarantee there's something you're going to be paying for all summer and not using. I just don't know what it is, but you might and if I you think, look at your.
1: <laughs> well, I think it's so family dependent, but I would say to look at your data plan and your cable and oh, streaming subscriptions, yeah. you might want to bump them down or up. Yeah. Like If you have a family who uses more data in the summer because everyone's around more, then this might be a really great opportunity to take a look at those plans and make sure that you aren't paying for like the add-on, you know what i mean like yeah. if you run out and then or the frustration of running out or sometimes you might use less. I think every family has and you can probably look historically at your phone bills, yeah, to see like what that looked like last summer. Um and you can shift your mem- your account, your subscription up or down. And i would say the same with streaming. Like i think there are families who watch more movies uh-huh. and more tv in the summer and many who watch less. Um, or maybe who are more likely to do like a family movie night, but less likely to have as much casual watching. I mean, that's up to you and it, you know, no judgment either way, but it's just a good time to take a look at all of those things that charge you every single month and ask yourself, what, what are you using? What do you want to boost and what do you want to back off?
0: Yeah. And, and it frees up, um, actual cash for some of the other things we've talked about that cost more money. Um, there might be uh home maintenance things too. If you have regular landscaping or regular house cleaning, I find sometimes that having those things when we're home a lot during the summer actually is more stressful. And sometimes yes, putting agree. something on pause and not having my house professionally cleaned for three months and then having it just deep dive when the kids are back in school. So yeah, I think there's a lot of ways to play around with. And I think the key, I think the key tip from me is nobody's going to come to you and ask, would you like to save by not paying that 50 bucks a month for three months. No one's going to come to you, but there's likely a way to do it. That's that's not even that hard because often a membership will allow you to pause. You don't have to quit and re-sign up. You can just pause if you ask.
1: Yeah. And my house gets really junky looking in the summer. I'll just be honest because I don't, I would never want people in there during the summer cleaning it when we're all in there trying to live. Um, I've had that happen before and it was more stress than it's worth but I'm also, I'm not personally doing a lot of cleaning. And I'm also, if I'm going to entertain, probably we're going to be outside. So I just kind of like let the house go a little bit in the summer and yeah, that's fine too. We are welcoming back Vionic as a sponsor today. And Sarah, I will be honest. I was sorting through my warmer weather wardrobe the other day and it could seriously use a refresh, but you know, what's good to go. My shoes. To claim this deal, go to hyahealth.com slash mom hour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H I Y A H E A L T com slash mom hour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults.
0: Okay. Here's kind of a fun one, Megan. And I thought I have never done this. I just thought of it. And I'm hoping that moms with even younger kids can take advantage this year. Um, but wouldn't it be a good idea to subscribe to something for kids now but start squirreling it away. So I'm thinking about maybe a magazine subscription, um a craft kit or a building kit. You know the subscriptions for kids. We've we've advertised a lot of them. There are many out there. They're often um marketed as like good holiday gifts or whatever, but A lot of these make for great rainy day or hot day or bored summer day activities. Or um, I think magazine subscriptions. The magazines my kids read, they don't care whether they came out in April or June. So I feel like it would be such a cool thing to subscribe now. It always takes a few weeks for these subscriptions to kick in, anyway. So you're not going to start receiving something till May, say. But then maybe by the by the time your kids are actually bored, maybe you have two or three of this thing tucked away in a closet and you could be like, surprise! Um, or maybe it just starts arriving around the time that summer hits and and they have that to look forward to. So,
1: I I love that. And I will add on um, sort of a twist on that. Right now is a great time to go buy clearanced Easter-themed and spring-themed craft supplies yeah. and things like that. And is there anything really substantially different between spring and summer when it comes right. to a craft supply? I mean... Your little kid is not going to be like, oh, bunny. Right, right. That's spring only, you know. (laughs) Too
0: many pastels. I'm ready for (laughs) vibrant colors.
1: Mom, where's my summer palette? I mean, that's not going to happen. They're going to be thrilled with some kind of cute little kit that they get that is Easter themed and it could be be like on 70% clearance.
0: Yeah, great idea. I love it.
1: Well, my last tip before we jump into um, some that we sourced from our community is a little more philosophical again and broad. But I guess I would just encourage, as you're starting to think about um, camps and what your kids might, in lessons and schedules and bucket lists and what you think your kids are, are capable of handling this year, just remember that your summer kid this year is a completely different child from your summer kid last year. They are an entire year older. And I loved your tip, Sarah. I think it was in the first episode in the part one of this to look back through photos and journals and things like that. And for all of the reasons you said, but I think one of the one of the like unexpected surprises might be how you remember what last year's summer kid was able to handle and can compare that to this year's spring kid who will very soon be this year's summer kid. And you might just really be surprised. Um On the, on the, so it might be that they've made leaps and bounds in their ability to handle a social situation or a schedule thing or whatever that is. I'm not, I don't know what that's going to look like. You might also find that they've become disinterested in things uh that would have made them really excited last year. And, and you'll have to deal with that. So some of it, I mean, you can't know everything until you try it. It's not like you can't go in like diagnosing them as summer kid 2023 and know exactly what the symptoms will be. But but you can guess based on what the reality is that's in front of you right now, as opposed to like what you think it will be based on exactly what it was last year. If that makes sense.
0: I think it's, it's so smart. And um, I have started to include my kids in conversations now in the spring about what they loved about last summer, what um, they would want to repeat, what they didn't get to do, but they'd like to try. And I have to be careful because it can be like, I'm not offering that we're gonna do every single thing you want to this summer or that we're not gonna repeat something that maybe you feel you've outgrown, but too bad because the family's gonna do it anyway. Like this isn't a design your own adventure summer. You're still part of a family unit. But I do think that as kids get older, you can guide them through some of that reflection as well. And you might be surprised at the feedback of like, for example, there might have been something that they totally pouted through last summer. Um, but on reflection, they're like, oh, I'm so glad that we did that, you know, that thing last summer. So I, I think as soon as your kids are old enough to look at pictures with you and reflect back, um, you might learn some surprising things that they do want to try this summer or that they've totally outgrown and they just hadn't told you yet. So, um, some of this, I think probably happens without your kids and then some might make for good conversations with your kids too.
1: And I I would add one more thing to that, and that is if you have preteens or teens, don't let their sarcastic take on what occurred be the whole truth. That's so true. Um, Because kids love to roast stuff. I just got done with a vacation with my two teenagers, and I mean, we did a lot of really cool things, and the minute we walked away from our dolphin encounter, they're like ripping on the dolphin and like kind of roasting the whole experience. Yeah. And then I looked at the photos and like, look at the grins on yeah. your faces. Yeah. You were having a ball, yeah. but don't y- try you don't try to like,
0: tell me otherwise. Don't yeah, try to tell me otherwise. How they bond and how they process. Yes, exactly. And, and yeah.
1: so they might be really negative or they might sound super jokey or critical about something that actually they, they quite enjoyed. And so it's, it, could, it I only mention it because it can be kind of demoralizing. Yeah. As a parent, you know, you're trying to create experiences and make sure everyone's having fun. Fun And they don't seem to want to be pleased or entertained, but they'll notice the difference. Like, you know, they, they are being pleased and entertained. They just don't want to admit
0: it. Also, I like to sometimes point out the alternative. If the alternative (laughs) is sitting at home and doing nothing, like, you know, get over yourselves a little. Um, that's so funny. And, and a great reminder. Um, I have a bonus, a bonus tip. That's not in our outline before we, um, highlight some from our social media. And that is to queue up episodes of the mom hour that have to do with summer. We have so many, I was just remembering, we have one about like simple summer rituals or something. I want to say that was just last year, the year before you all know, we're, we're terrible at remembering what we've talked about and when, but between when we record this and when you all listen to it i will um put together a list or a playlist um because now is a great time to listen to past episodes of our yeah. podcast or maybe your other favorite um podcasters and creators um w- to consume content that kind of puts you in the mood mentally but then also like gives you those little sparks of reminder like oh yeah book the pet sitter oh yeah um schedule a day for this picnic we want to do so yeah i will link those up and that's another thing you can do now is listen to more summer episodes love that good idea all right so we asked our community both on instagram and in the facebook group what their do this now enjoy summer later tips would be and heather on instagram said register for summer camps now why do they fill up so quickly and then she said and that was a common thread i mean lots of people are saying get yes. it's those summer camps now but then she also said, and I loved this also, I'm buying the essential calendar hashtag influenced. So I love that. <laughs> and they uh, the essential calendar is a great partner of ours. We will link up um, how to get that. But it shows the whole summer at a glance. And so that is, I mean, of course, hashtag influenced, but also a great planning tool for right now because you can see. The whole season at once. And to your point, Megan, about remembering that not every it's not an amorphous blob. It actually has distinct micro seasons and distinct holidays and things like that. So I loved that from Heather. Um and then speaking of camps, which lots of people suggested signing up now, um, Kelly said she is signing her older two children up for camps that have the same drop-off and pickup times in the same weeks. And then she has two younger kids who have to nap and all of that. So hello, I, this is like, yes. so I didn't do camps for so long because I was like, I don't want to be driving to drop off some pickups and packing lunches. That's what I do all year. And so when I didn't need the childcare, I was like, why, why would I do that for myself? This is when my kids were smaller and I didn't think they really cared as much and right. I didn't need the childcare. But once you do get, if you get into the phase where you are signing up for camps, Really look at those drop off and pick up times and where they are in town because it can get so complicated. Um, So Kelly, a plus work on that one for already having um, two of the four children in camps with the same drop off and pick up time.
1: Sarah, did I ever was I friends with you the summer that I put I think it was probably Owen and Will in like every vacation Bible school. Maybe it was Owen and Clara. I think
0: you've told me about it. I don't know (laughs) if we were like comparing summer notes at that time.
1: Yeah. They would have been at the ages where like it made sense for two. I remember it was two of the kids. It was either Owen and Clara or Owen and Will. And all of the ones I didn't find theologically questionable. um, (laughs) Yeah. Like my kids went to And the nice thing about a vacation Bible school is it's it's usually short. It's typically like one to three or, you know, six to eight, something like that. Um, you can kind of do it any, any, like you can sign up in advance, but you don't have to show up every single day and you're not paying for it. It's, and well, the places I've lived, you do pay, but it's very affordable. Okay. Maybe yeah. they just do that to make sure you're yeah. serious about it. Um, but it's also like they, they will put so many kids in those programs. Yeah. like There's very little chance your kids won't get in. So I kind of use that as like a, not a camp alternative, but like a way to keep them busy. Yeah. Yeah. side.
0: Well, um, Leah says, book your summer campgrounds now. And she said that's what they're doing so that they're not scrambling last minute. I swear in California, you have to do this like a year and a half ahead. I could be wrong about that because we're not really campers. But what's that like for you? Like, are you would you be booking summer campgrounds now or would you already have had to do it?
1: Um, It really depends on how uh, it depends on the campground and how like sought after it is depends on the time of year. If it's any kind of holiday weekend, yeah. you, you would not be able to book anything. Like I wouldn't be able to book 4th of July weekend now. Right. I think in Michigan though, you can only book maybe a like 10 months in advance. There is some limit. Yeah, I don't even I know if it's a full year. Yeah. And it depends, but there are campgrounds that are fine. And if I'm not that worried, if I don't have like a 40 foot RV that I have to have a certain kind of spot, if I'm just tent camping, um, I could al- almost always find a spot. Just probably not Labor Day or Fourth of July.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, camping is something I always kind of wish that we did, but we don't. And I also yeah. think of it as kind of spontaneous, which goes against the whole book way ahead. Like I, I always right. think of like, oh, the weather's so nice. Like, let's grab a campsite somewhere and just for a night. So or I two- feel
1: like if if that's the way you want to do it, if it's like the weather's so nice, let's grab a campsite someplace, at least where I am, even and this is a very big camping area. You would be able to find something Mm -hmm. if you're trying to plan like a vacation where you're going from campsite to campsite. uh, You you'd need to be looking further in advance because you don't necessarily know if you can link things up. Also, some campgrounds are don't take reservations and you just get there as early as you can that day. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they do that in California. And then lastly, I would say if you're going to any kind of national park, you need to book that way in advance. We booked we did our Yellowstone trip. We booked it so far in advance and we really wanted to stay in Yellowstone and there was nothing
0: mm-hmm. left. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know though. we might not have been looking to camp. We might have been looking to stay in a cabin or something and those book up really fast. So I would say it just depends.
0: But I think we yeah. had a tip like this last week um, and the, the tip was if you're running into problems because the thing you want to book books a whole year out at least set yourself a reminder for this summer so that you can book next summer, if that makes sense. So like, yeah, if you're experiencing the frustration this summer, then that stinks, but then do yourself a favor and learn from
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: have that (laughs) reminder pop up. And I would also say, don't forget about September, October camping In a lot of places where it's cooling down, you might be kind of like out of luck or like you're the summer ones might be what they're going to be, but maybe there's a September, October, um, camping situation that you can get on now in April and now you are six months out. And so exactly. you're, you're ahead of the game. I like that. Um, okay. So Leanne on Instagram said, make sure everyone has a swimsuit that fits. And I'm laughing mm. because has every mom of like a school aged kid had that experience where your kid hasn't worn a swimsuit in a while and they come out wearing it uh, boy or girl, any style. And you're like, Oh, okay. Um, we need to cover your, tiny a little bit more like those trunks are not fitting. I just think it's so funny when a kid will be like, okay, I am better go get my suit on. And they have grown like three sizes. So I think that's a great tip, Leanne. There's lots of cute suits out right now.
1: Yeah. And um, I don't know how it is in your area, Sarah, but some suits go away like faster than you would think here. And yeah. they're very hard to find. And I've actually had some luck consignment shopping for them. But sometimes if you get like into the season they're it's harder to track them down. Than you might think so.
0: Well, that's true because like back to school displays come out, what, like July 15th or something yeah. like, yeah, it's never so.
1: the season when you actually need something yeah. that it's yeah. readily available. It seems that's so. Idea.
0: Okay. Last one from the Instagram thread, uh, Cassidy says that when she's looking ahead to summer travel, they do uh, a lot of road trips. And so her plan is to keep travel toiletries and extra items that we won't need at home in the bags so that she's not always repacking them. So they do a lot of shorter road trips and then same concept for swim and outdoor gear that will be packed up in a tote. They keep it in the garage and it's not constantly coming in and out of the house. So I love that. I mean, you could right now in April, stock up on your travel size, sunscreen, shampoo, conditioner, hand sanitizer, all the things and just get those go bags or weekend bags packed with that stuff. And then you're ne- you're not doing it again. That's so smart.
1: Well, I would say the trunk of my car starts to look like <laughs> a representation of the the season that we're in anyway. Like, you know, if it's winter, maybe it's going to have like a, an extra pair of boots or some mm. hats or like my snowshoes or whatever. So the the thing that I don't always do proactively is make a point of like taking all that stuff out and then replacing it with the stuff. It's almost like it happens really slowly and gradually. And by the time I have a Perfectly stocked trunk of my car for that season. That season's over, so um, I'm going to take take a tip from that and do that myself. I think it's a great idea, and um, keeping it in the garage is a great idea. But I think even having one in the trunk of your car that just has the things that you need for that season can be really smart.
0: And and just like the the idea of buying a bunch of small sunscreens or hand sanitizers, sometimes I can feel like, oh, this feels wasteful. Or if I'm buying more, does it just mean I'm losing more? um but i can get over myself a little bit with that because how nice would it be to just have a sunscreen in every kid's backpack have one in every weekend bag and you're not constantly moving them around
1: well and if they're in the right place they will get used yeah. like i have a hand sanitizer always to the in my left um the, the little pocket that's on my car door mm-hmm. yeah and then i have a little thing like in the console with band-aids and stuff like that in it and they'll always get used eventually yeah. i mean i'm not going to they don't get used fast because I don't need them all the time. But when you're in the car and you really need them, man, it's nice to have them. And then you don't have to run to some rando gift store again and spend $5 extra than you would. Um, All right. Well, I got a few great tips from the Facebook group. And these are all sort of in the cleaning, organizing, um, preparing your space sort of vein, which I think is a great thing to be thinking about. And I'm definitely going to borrow some of these ideas. So Hadley says um, she's cleaning and organizing their garage She says that their garage is tiny. They don't even park in it, but they use it to store their things. But it seems like in the winter, she says, we just throw things in the garage because it's cold, wet and muddy. Uh, Oh yeah. Like I do the same, same, but then sometimes, you know, your grill is shoved in the back and you can't get it out or you can't get the, whatever the thing is, your kids might want to use maybe pool floats. Now they're, they're like crammed at the back of the garage and you can't get to them because all the winter stuff is in front. So Definitely spending a nice, I love doing that like on the first really warm, sunny Mm -hmm. Saturday of the spring, heading out and just opening the garage doors and pulling everything out. And we have a garage and a shed. There's certain things we keep in one and certain things we keep in the other and just getting, just figuring out where everything is. That's also a great time to like pump up the, um, pump up the air on your bike tires and things like that. Just like all of that prep. Um, similarly, Jocelyn says doing big indoor cleaning projects, um, like getting the basement organized and clean so we don't have to focus inside when we want to be outside. And I said earlier that my house does become a little bit of a junk hole in the summer and maybe it doesn't have to be like, maybe there's some preppy kinds of things I could do now to kind of get in front of it. I'm sure that is true. So I will have that in mind over the next next couple of months, I think are a great time to work on this kind of thing because you you want to be in the outdoor frame of mind you want to be ready for summer summer's not quite here yet but it's nice enough to be spending a lot of time outside hosing things down and like or maybe having like your um basement door open so you can take things out and air it out it's just a really good time to do that sort of thing
0: we have the we have like the emotional we're shiny and fresh and excited about outdoor things sometimes by July it's we're hot and like the wheels have already started to fall off a little bit, like taking advantage of that anticipatory energy. Um, we, we, it happens in the fall too, right. Where we're like, Ooh, I want to like sharpen all the pencils. So it's the spring equivalent of that.
1: Yeah. And lastly, I've got, um, a really good tip from Joyce, which is to go through the kids old summer clothes and swimsuits now to purge what doesn't feel already knowing that by June, you know, depending on how quickly your kids are growing right now, some more items might be outgrown and then figuring out what everybody needs and either buying it or getting it out of wherever it is and making sure it's ready to go. She says um in the DC area, they get those inevitable spring, but feels like summer days. I would say we even get those in Michigan. And it's just a really big bummer when it's like 75 degrees and and sunny out and it's maybe April and you're like, let's go enjoy the outdoors. But all anyone has is like fleece and wool because (laughs) I haven't pulled anything out yet. I don't think it's time. And sometimes I will sort of um, play myself and feel like, oh, now it's time to get out all the summer clothes. And it's not quite yet. That for us really isn't until June. Yeah. But it's good to have an outfit or two that you can get to.
0: Um, I like that Joyce said there's good sales right now. So if you know what you need, you're going to save money. I I feel like a recurring theme the last two episodes is like a lot of this look ahead can either save you stress time or money down the line, which is so um, feels incentivizing to me. And even if all you did was purge, that there's something about like getting rid of what you know is not going to fit or the swimsuits that lose their elasticity, Um, right? at least purging, even if you don't buy or get out everything, you have a lighter load going in and you're not dealing with that sort of, um, superfluous, which can be overwhelming. Exactly. All right. Well, this was a jam packed two part series. I am feeling very motivated for my own summer prep and planning. And thanks to everybody who gave us their great tips. I'll, um, remind listeners that there's more in both the Facebook group and on Instagram. So more great tips from moms in our community. We'll link those up in the show notes. We will also link up the survey that we would love if you took a few minutes to take. It's anonymous and it's almost all multiple choice. So you can do it on your phone really fast and it makes our day. Yeah. Um, And then we have a More Than Mom episode coming up this Sunday. So we get to talk to everybody in just a few days. Talk to you then. Thanks for listening to The Mom Hour. Everything we talked about in today's episode is available at themomhour.com. And hey, while you're there, you can find more than 500 podcast episodes plus articles, playlists, and resources about motherhood and parenting at every stage.
1: And if you like today's episode, we'd love it if you would take a minute to share the show with another mom in your life. You can also find us on Instagram at The Mom Hour, chatting and interacting with listeners between episodes.
0: Thanks for being here, friends. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to Erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, -K E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%.
0: Hey everyone, Sarah here. Megan and I would absolutely love it if you hit pause right now, right where you're listening and left The Mom Hour a rating and review. If our show has helped you feel a little more confident as a mom or a little less alone, That's one of the absolute biggest ways you can thank us. And it really takes about 30 seconds. If you're listening in Apple Podcasts, just navigate to the Mom Hours show listing. So not the episode you're listening to right now, but the kind of landing area for our show as a whole, and then scroll down to leave a rating or review. Thank you so much.